What is happening there, Reject Nation? Greg and John here today, and we are going to talk about some Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness reports and news. And uh, I wanted to also talk about, is the Illuminati disappointing? And does this factor into all the other things that we're going to discuss, which is the cinema score that this film received and some comments that Kevin Feige actually made himself at the premiere of Doctor Strange 2. But if you can, leave a like. Do the thing that every YouTuber wants you to do and leave a like let's hop into this we'll reserve the illuminati part for the end because obviously we would have to give spoilers on that so we'll talk about the cinema score and feige first but it all ties together you'll see you'll see, you'll see. all right so First things first, Doctor Strange 2 apparently received the second lowest MCU cinema score at a B plus. That is tied with Thor, and the lowest, I believe, is Eternals at a B. So I was a little bit surprised, but also not entirely surprised to hear that. And it's actually had something to do more with the opening night experience that we had just the other day when we saw it on IMAX. We went to Universal IMAX, evening showing, biggest theater, biggest screen. This movie's formatted for that. And what struck me as, oh, this might be a tad more divisive than I expected <laughs> was when the movie was done, it did not end in applause. There was like a couple people who clapped when the film was done. Yeah, it was not like a thunderous uproar. Like a, yeah. It yeah. wasn't the premiere. And it wasn't a bunch of chatter either. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was like people just sort of, huh, did I like that or did I not like that? Yeah. You could just see that amongst the group. And it was really, really fascinating to see in a packed house. Whereas like when we went to the premiere, that's the premiere. Like it's really easy to get manipulated by a crowd at a premiere. That's why I usually like to take a little bit of time before instantly talking about it. Because at a premiere, you know, it's all about that movie and it's all leading to that for hours on end. I can sort of tune out crowd reactions. We've done reviews at premieres before. Even with this movie, we were pretty honest about our criticisms with yeah. the film. With this, I was like, oh, wow, there's no. Oh, no applause this is fascinating yeah, yeah yeah and even even in some of the bigger like ending reveals not as many people even just chattering oh what's that about what is this you know trying to decode it it is kind of a lot to take in on first go and so i wonder you know if that cinema score would alter change you know if, if people had the benefit of a second viewing before rating it i do think it has something to do with what kevin feige actually said which was i want to pull up the exact quote oh hold on everyone hold on <laughs> uh he said at the premiere there's been too much in the trailers i don't want to talk about anything else but i will say sam has made this movie to be experienced on a big screen as possible as big a screen as possible it's even the first one in a long time that 3d was really okay we've got the main part uh, <laughs> so, that first line though about there's been too much in the trailers and i don't want to talk about anything else it's strange to hear it's interesting to hear especially on our end you know like with spider-man no way home we were covering like all the crazy contradicting plot leaks and everything and here we we pretty much avoided them there was a point where we like we talked about a couple of rumors and then we just stopped mm -hmm. you know just kept it to the actual things that marvel themselves were releasing and now i'm like oh man do we have to not watch trailers? What's going on here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to come into the next one having seen most of the surprises? Dang. The common complaints I, I, I do hear fall under the expectation versus what the movie actually gave. You know, like there are some definite valid criticisms that I've heard that we have also echoed that involve the actual film itself. It's called Multiverse of Madness. Mm. That's the title of the movie. Really, the debate that often comes in was we saw the show Loki 
we really thought that this would be more of, you know, traversing the multiverse, really exploring it, experiencing it, and watching the madness form from, like, the collapse. When really this has more to do with, like, a couple of universes and the Darkhold, mainly. Well, yeah. and a couple of variants, too, because Loki also sets you up for, like, oh, man, there's going to be variants of everyone, variants galore. Yes. And, and you kind of see most of them in the trailer. And, you know, like, a lot of the things with the marketing was, wow, if they're willing to actually tease us with yeah. Captain Carter and Professor X, there's got to be a Tom Cruise cameo yeah, in this movie. Like, like what else are they going to show in here? What else will be in this movie? You know, yeah. that, that was the main thing that we would hear people say. Sorry if you missed that trailer that showed Captain Carter. <laughs> <laughs> we just spoiled that. But yeah. there was a trailer that revealed it. Some people felt like it wasn't madness enough. And then the other part was there were families at that theater. This was such a big indicator. <laughs> These families were scared. I heard them literally say out loud like verbally voice i'm really scared right now like they wanted oh, to leave no. there is this flavor of this feels so much like a sam raimi movie mm. more than it does the expansive marvel cinematic universe film it's dark and twisted in a way that marvel movies just generally aren't <laughs> and i think what a lot of us expected even ourselves included was more of an MCU film. Yeah, know? some kind of massive way station for huge crossovers and, and circumstances that are going to inform so many things moving forward. That would blow open the doors. Combine it with the title, and then you combine it with the setup from WandaVision, the ending of Loki, and then what the trailers were showing us and coming off of No Way Home that intentionally left stuff out that was obviously super massive in that film. Yeah. Had you going, wow, what else is going to be in here? And you're like, no, they actually show you quite a bit that's in that movie there's a couple of cameos that are, are definitely spoilers but it still felt like it might be crazier so i wanted to talk about the illuminati specifically and how that was handled i want to know if that really factors into a lower cinema score especially from you guys because it really dawned on me the second time around i did have some issues with the way the illuminati themselves are portrayed like the first time watching it, it's just so exciting you know you're like oh my god there's oh. black bull mordo of all the <laughs> humans are being recognized yeah. mordo's back fine <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carter, uh, then you got Captain Marvel in the, with Lashana Lynch playing her, Professor X in the X-Men animated series outfit, in the X-Men tune, and then, of course, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. It is so exciting. And on a second viewing, it really showed me what it was that felt a lack of impact, and that's really the portrayal of the Illuminati. They're so stoic that you can't really distinguish their personalities. They kind of feel like a stereotypical council, council of, of authority. <laughs> Yeah, it know. was one of the aspects of the movie that seemed to feel like it didn't get as much attention or maybe even was almost like a reshoot or reworked sequence because, yeah, they all kind of speak the same way. And especially for like the introduction of Reed Richards, you don't get a sense for his personality to anticipate his return in the Fantastic Four. You so said yesterday that it felt like it's just serious John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. It. And, and as much as I do love stuff about that portion of the movie, it really did hit me the second time of like, yeah, it just is him just being so somber and straightforward and they all are like they each get a moment and one opportunity to demonstrate their power captain carter and captain marvel kind of get the most personality but yeah they don't really feel like 
actual consequential characters and when some of them especially like professor x are supposed to live up to a reputation yeah it does kind of skew how the stakes operate or how just the weight of the yes. situation operates yeah it's like it felt like they lacked a real personality yeah. which was a major issue for me on the second viewing of okay that's kind of what's missing here well maybe it'll make up in the action because i liked the context of wanda obliterating them like yeah. i love the context of that and the first time watching it, I was like, this is awesome. I really yeah. love that. On the second viewing, though, when they all like pose in front of Wanda, like, okay, we got to stop this. And the crowd cheered. I just remembered thinking, oh, these people are about oh, to be really like, hang on, guys, <laughs> yeah, hang on. Yeah, because it's followed by cheer. And then, especially with Mr. Fantastic, actually, John Krasinski is, is such a perfect casting choice for Reed Richards. He has a moment that feels like a hint at we're going to see him in action, where he, like, zips down, right? And yeah. stretches down. Black Bolt dying didn't really bother me that much because there's not much you can do about him. I don't really care about him. And you already saw him kill off that one Doctor Strange when he said, I'm sorry. Whereas with Mr. Fantastic, it's like, oh, the fan casting come true. Marvel did it. Yes. It's kind of like Spider-Man No Way Home where they did the fan stuff we wanted. Yes. And then he just dies. And the first time watching it, I didn't really process how I felt about that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like the other characters come in, they get killed off. And then even Professor X, like to bring back Patrick Stewart for what is really just a cameo mm -hmm. and to have that featured in the trailer or not feel like of true significant context or consequence or have much weight revealing the illuminati in the trailers puts such an emphasis on it it's like one thing if they're just cameos and cool but then when you set them up to be they're going to be more than that but yeah. they're not much more than what we got in the trailers other than like a couple of cool fight moments they're caught in this limbo yeah between being treated like cameos even though the movie seems to want to use them like real characters and i think the major flaw with that is that they never get you to a point where you're like no these dudes can handle it and then you get the reversal of oh damn no they can't you know you have their reputations to go on and that's about it for those stakes i felt like wanda fought the ultron bots longer than the other ones yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and and you pointed this out too is the idea that they don't really seem concerned by her presence or her imminent arrival at all when you'd think that you know their knowledge of the scarlet witch or i don't know Mordo, at least who's yeah. on the illuminati yeah yeah and who has knowledge of the dark hold and things like that you would think that they would take the threat in any way seriously and i feel like that's kind of a miscalculation of how those characters might respond yeah i mean it's there's still a lot about it i like i could just see how the expectation versus result can leave people feeling a little disappointed especially after so much setup and rumor mill for who might be in it what might be in it and then coming off of spider-man no way home which did a multiverse film in and of itself pretty damn well, <laughs> you well know? yeah and it makes me curious as to what is happening with the marketing it's, it's fascinating to me that Kevin Feige would say that and what surprises me about this is we always laud Marvel trailers for only showing like the first act and really keeping it pretty contained and this trailer draws from across the movie and it shows you a, a mass amount of the characters who will show up and the places that will show up and I feel like that contributes to like a, a narrowing of the experience so I'm like who made these decisions <laughs> overall I was still happy that they showed up I was still happy to see them and it's still one of the highlights for me in the mm -hmm. film weirdly after all all that yeah it still feel like that scene in and of itself is still one of the highlights of the film regardless of everything i just said i like just as many things as i could gripe <laughs> leave your thoughts down below subscribe click that bell do you agree with this b plus cinema score what letter grading would you give it last but not least let's do a patreon <laughs>
Deontay W. Tongue Punch Fart Box. If there was an Illuminati council that had six members, I would want them to all be variants of Deontay W. Tongue Punch Fart Box. And here's how it would go. First one would just be regular Deontay. Second one would be just the tongue. This third one would be <laughs> just a fist. Yes. A closed fist. The fourth, fourth one. one would be a, a, just a, a fart. A, a cloud. Gas, yeah, a gas, gas like cloud. There's no one there. And then you focus <laughs> it and it's just a gas cloud. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then the, uh, the next one. one. The fifth one's just a box. It's really confusing. Yeah. It's just a box. It mm -hmm. doesn't even talk. And it was important enough to make it on the council. It's just a UPS <laughs> taped box. It could be used for anything. Any purpose. Yeah. Who knows what's in it? A big question is, what's in that box? What's in the box? And then the sixth member would... Is White Deontay. Is White Deontay. <laughs> just right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. White Vision. Now we got White Deontay. Just like, hey, Strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're using our made-up name. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm White Deontay. <laughs> so I think uh, Deontay W. Tongue Punch Fart Box, you would be the ultimate authority on how to handle multiversal threats. Thank you for being part of our Patreon page, you super sexy reject. We'll talk with you guys soon.